travel south, the swamps recede, rolling hills, um, and you fly over Cabrillo, over the white cliffs um, that you were teleported to a couple years ago, over the narrow channel between Cabri and the island nation that was used to be Eva. And as you get close to the island, you notice that there's a blockade around it. In the air? No. <laughs> no. There is a blockade, not that it matters to you. <laughs> um, surrounding the city and the island itself. Um, I think... So what do you guys do? How do you guys... Talk to me about your landing here. I feel like we should go into the port. Yeah. Because it's got a port, right? Yeah. Yeah. Eva, Eva yeah, we was... Could sail in, yeah. Yeah, so you guys... Water. I imagine you guys fly over the blockade. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then, like, pull up the, the bottom sails and, like, glide, like, in gently port, into the yeah. water. I think Palma and Ayama are both like, this is amazing. <laughs> I think I... Uh, I've, and it's... Really it's probably it's really yeah, cool. I think, yeah. yeah, I think... Do we, can we enter at night and it's all lit up? <laughs> well... You can enter at night as like the sun's going down. Oh no! Let's enter in the morning. Does it matter? I mean, it'll matter for some descriptive and and Ah, coming at night will give you some information. Sunset. Sunset. Sunset is. So you guys come in at sunset, and you guys can see from a distance. If you remember, uh, Capital got its name because Eva was kind of owned by a bunch of different places and didn't really have an actual capital, but it was the biggest city. So. Everyone's like, oh, it's the capital, and then it stuck. Um, but the thing that made capital capital was that everybody claimed it. Like, I'm from Tolia, so here's my flag. Like, it was just banners and flags and color and life and endless amounts of trading. It was maybe, like, the biggest trading port in the world. Um, so lots of nightlife. But as you come in, at first you think, oh, the sunset's making everything orange. There are the colorful capital is gone. It is only orange with silver crown and broken chains. And there is no nightlife. There is only lights needed to get around and the moving torches that accompany units of breathless. As you pull into port, you are stopped by a pair of human Caspian guards accompanied by some bre- uh, some breathless with them. Um, and they, they wave to you and he's like, um, papers, please? Yes, here. Uh, one of them, one of the guards, uh, uh, Paul, he pulled, he pulls, he's like, like, he like <laughs> lifts his glasses and he's like, oh, oh, Lena, Lena, go, go get, um, go get the, yeah, he's like, he's like, this is, go get the valet, uh, Bring it around much closer to the docks. Um, make sure that they're uh, restocked uh, based off of uh, city wares. Um, just see to it. Platinum. Platinum. Mind you, platinum. Platinum <laughs> mages and like... Platinum, damn it! Go! go. <laughs> and you guys are just like kind of welcomed into the city. Um, yeah. We have no idea where we're staying. Right. I feel like most people like book ahead. Actually, you can't book ahead. Right. <laughs> um, you scry ahead. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But you guys remember you are here to get the hatchet from Arcane Archie. Mm. 
Um, and you are, they're like, um, keep your papers with you, um, but papers of platinum quality will uh, let you uh, move about freely in the city uh, all hours of day and night. Um, please enjoy your stay in capital, uh, the trading port of the Empire. Uh, Brim shakes, their hand, shakes his hand. Thank you, Paul. Of course. He's got like a little name tag. Yeah. <laughs> um, mind you, I want to point out these are guards, but they're not armed. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, they, maybe they have like billy club sort of things, but they don't have like swords. They're probably not even wearing armor. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, and they and they're taking care of your ship. Uh, Palma's like uh, looking really nervous. Like, do you mind if I stay here? With the ship? Yeah, with the ship. I mean, Paul, are you cool if she stays here with the ship? Of course. Oh, of thank course. you, Paul. <laughs> Warm Cotton says, leans in, is like, do you want me watching the ship? I think she's leaning in with all of you, yeah. Okay, huddle up, guys. Yeah. What are we here? Do you want me to watch the ship? Uh, I mean, nobody's really... This freaks me out. If, if you want to stay, stay. I don't think it'd be a bad idea. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if you want to stay, do whatever you want. She's like, okay, all right, I'll go. Um, One quick thing. Brim, uh, I think you've, there's been plenty of rest on this trip. Uh, Spend a... Spend a passion or take a hunger. <laughs> um, so what do you guys do? <clears throat> Let's go to Arcane Urchi. I'm uh, just gonna go right there? No, maybe we I should mean, do some... Yeah, why, why not? not? You know? Yeah. I mean, but we're, like, do we get introduced to anyone because, like... Yeah, if because a platinum, platinum member has showed up in town, is someone going to greet us? Is someone going to be, like... No, that's kind of the greeting you get. Like, there's also... Also, there's probably... Like, I feel like if you're a gold person, you get introduced. I feel like platinum gets that you could have asked to be introduced. Uh, but you also get the anonymity. It's is like, also you're probably thing. so busy that it's, like... you. They already know you're here and you have uh-huh. no time, right? Should we get introduced? I kind of want to know. I'm like a little curious, I'm not going to lie. I know it's a bad idea on paper, but I just like my curiosity. You could split up. I was about to say, let's suggest an even worse idea. We can split up. (laughs) Okay. So, Ayama, Warmcotton, and Palma are watching the ship for you guys. Yeah. I want to be clear with you guys. Palma's like, she's she's kind of skeezy, but she's not going to steal your ship. She's a good person. She's just... She's scrappy. She's a hustler. Yeah, like she's... Trader, scrappy, um, yeah. So they're doing that. How are we splitting the group otherwise? Can I can I ask Ayama before you leave? To, yeah. Uh, to feed. That's too bad. Uh, she's. I think you you maybe even say that. And she's like, we gotta come up with a better. Yeah, we do definitely need a better. She's like, cool. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Um, and she like grabs your the back of your head and like puts your forehead to hers. Okay. Um. She's giving you worry. She's worried about she's worried about this whole thing and okay. worried about you and that's like all that's there. Like she like lets you go and she's like, I'm sorry I couldn't do you something better. No, that's fine. Um, How do I so wait, does she feel like those emotions are trained when she does that? Yeah, and she gets like super chilled out, so she's like she actually goes, I'm sorry to load that on you, 
I feel a lot better, actually. Mm-hmm. No, that's um, totally fine. One hundred percent. Thanks, man. No, of course. No, thank you. Yeah. So you take two passion there. <laughs> yep. Um, so, so I am at uh, three, three passion. Three passion. One hundred. Yeah. Cool. Okay. All right. Um, so how are we splitting up? Who's get Who's meeting people? Who's um, going? I to feel Archie. like we should just all go to meet. Or if anything, I should be the one going to Archie's. I think, okay, I think if someone wants to meet somebody, it has to be Etni. Yeah, I agree. I think maybe it's Etni meets somebody and Brim and Duncan go to Archie's. Well, I'm fine with that, but I think it would also be good to send someone with Etni. That's also good. Because I feel like that's the situation where you might need like backup or something. Maybe we can contact each other. Should something go wrong? Uh, not really. <laughs> I feel like we should all just go meet the person. That's how I feel. I think I'd rather just go straight to Archie's. Yeah, how what, about what, you two? What, yeah, we don't need a Go to Archie's. Okay, so yeah. I'll go. I mean, with Duncan knows where it is yeah. <laughs> better than anyone. Yeah, uh, I, I wasn't there. Ooh, and so it's, and it's at night, and yeah. all like the street lights are out. That yeah, is so freaky. So Paul is like. Uh, uh, you want to be... Wait, but Duncan will be without papers if he's not with me. It's okay, I'm a cat, a shadow. I, I think there's some shadow sort of communication. Cat. There's gotta be some I sort think, of communication. I think you each get a seal, like they, like a platinum wax like seal. Like, Do like, let my so, man go about the city. Yes, exactly. Let yeah, my I man think, servant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> run errands for me. Oh, you're running errands? and we Yes, I am the uh, Lady Etney's butler. <laughs> and, and he's like, Lady Etney, um... I'm the muscle. <laughs> of course. Yeah, Bodyguard and Something Butler. like that. I will take you right away to um, the gentleman in charge of the city. Oh, what I is believe that he's I believe he's already um, <laughs> I believe he's already uh, entertaining at least one or two guests, so you shouldn't be out of place. <laughs> is this what? Um, so you get ta- any you get taken up a very familiar path. Uh, Last time you saw this building, it was pink. (laughs) So dumb. (laughs) (laughs) You get taken to Zog Gazar's estate. Taken into a familiar drawing room. At which point you are then taken in. Have you told Brim anything? (laughs) And he's kind of, is like having this reaction, but on like a smaller scale. So like nobody notices. And she gives you kind of a lowdown. Yeah, you can go if you don't want to. No, 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 no. He's he's fine. He and I are fine. It'll be fine. So the Zog Gazar servant tries to come back and like gets pushed out of the way, <laughs> and like Zog Gazar comes in, Hello. scaled, frilled, horned, beautiful clothes as always, and his guest tails right behind him, a Mister Arcane Archie. Oh, oh, very convenient. Both of them are wearing heavy iron amulets covered in runes with sapphires embedded in them. And Zagazar goes, hold on, let me find his voice. It was somewhere up up here, I believe. Somewhere somewhere higher. <laughs> and a little breathy. Lofty. Lofty. He's like, Head me, my dear. It is so good to see you again. Saul, hi. How are you? Wonderful, wonderful. This means you've joined us. But of course. Come in. Refreshments. And Archie says, Lovely to see you both again. Hi. Uh, Poor news. I 
Still haven't sold that seal, but only time will tell. Quite a good, inv uh, quite the investment in my part. Duncan's Come on trying in. the door to the store. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Duncan, you walk through a hollowed out city in the dark. The only people you pass are breathless. You walk up the long hall, not the long avenues, the cobblestones. And before you get to Archie's, you come across another familiar sight. And it tugs at your heart in a way that it didn't last time. Gladine's shrine is in ruins. Without Jackson there to protect it, Caspin tore it apart. And you, you're standing there in this empty, empty place. Last time you were there, it was full to the brim. Last time you were there, Thorn was fighting Jackson. Last time you were there, Zalka was impersonating Gladine. Zalka did a horrible job, by the way. Looked nothing like her now that you've met Gladine. Mm -hmm. But you're very connected with your gods these days. Mm -hmm. You can hear Gladine crying. You know this. She's not a super popular god. This was her only shrine that doesn't belong with a group. Like, all of her other shrines are with the other five. Mm -hmm. This was her only one. <laughs> and it's ruined. That's the saddest thing I've ever and heard! And I hate to tell you, but like... If you want to try something, you can try something, but, like, do you have time to rebuild a building? No, I don't. But I, I will try something. I think I walk over to where the, <clears throat> sort of like a stone wall. Is it rubble? Is there ruins? Or is it, it was like a, cleared away? It was kind of like a wooden um, overhang. It didn't have walls, but it was, because uh -huh. ca capital is really tropical. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, warm there all the time. So there's no walls. It was just, like, to protect from rain. Uh-huh. So I think there was like kind of a low shrine and it had stone and yeah. writings and all these sorts of things. And I think the wood has been torn down, torched, and like there's burnt out stuff on top of her shrine. Uh-huh. I think I clear some of it away <clears throat> and I take some cobblestones and I sort of make the image of Guadine and I make a small little like pool, just like a small ring. And I want to pour all the water I have in my flask or whatever and pour it in there and then um i don't have really any spells but i want to cast sanctify yeah which is a rote yeah roll it um it's for clearing out poison from foods yeah. technically but i like what you're doing with it and it's in in addition to now being holy or unholy the affected substance is purified in yeah. the mundane spoilage and that is a 10 I think it works like and I feel like it is just a holy place again mm -hmm. you just like within that small yeah. circle it's not tainted anymore and I don't know what that really does but I do feel like you feel like a kiss on your cheek and then you can move on I blush in the night <laughs> no, no one's there. meanwhile in Zagazar's estate what can I do for you all I, I was just 
curious. We, I have heard so little about what has been happening. I was curious if it was you. I am in charge of this city from time to time, but no longer as its actual ruler, which is good. Merely... I share my law-keeping duties with Archie here these days. Uh, as, as Tilda and Tarantak and the Emperor call for me from time to time. But they recently elected their first governor, and... My, if they aren't doing a wonderful job. Where and who, if I may ask? Um, ho- uh, Governor Holly. <laughs> down. Lives in town. Former merchant, I suppose. Uh... He put his, uh, business in a bit of a trust for the time being. So, all is well here. The Breathless keep things in order, and I'm back to my leisure for the most part. I do believe I will be called upon when it's time for Palin to fall, or Onto, perhaps. But that time is not now, and you're here. And I assume you will be with us then as well. Oh, we, um... I'm taking a sabbatical. Thank you, Brim. Brimgar. Yes, that is my name. Intel Brimgar. Adopted son of, uh, Saitel Overin? Yes. I've had the pleasure of your father's acquaintance at certain points. Oh, well, I'm glad Some to hear. hundred years ago, nearly, at this point. I'm very glad to hear. Does your father know <laughs> that you're a vampire? Oh. Mm. <laughs> I see. <laughs> um, not yet. Recent. Yes, it was very recent. Interesting. Much, very good life improvement, I would say. At least as far as I'm concerned. As far as the situation was, anyways. <laughs> Not that there was anything. And he looks at Archie and he says, You didn't tell me that they freed Ingvild. You know how much of a concern that is for all of us. And he like says, That woman has been known to be vengeful. <laughs> is Archie upset? Uh, is he he's, like... he's a little frustrated and he is freaked out by Brim. Uh-huh. Archie has not said a word. Okay. Uh, if you remember, Archie and Ingvild had a really tense interaction. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. it's giving you a similar amount of space. Huh, interesting. Yeah. Huh, well, I think you can feel the fear wafting off of him. Okay. It's such a strong emotion that you yeah. can... <laughs> well, I would like to remind both of you that despite us looking similar, like many people, we are not the same person at all. You must be quite acquainted with her, though. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, acquaintance. Absolutely. Hmm. I think I, I leave it at that. Um, yeah. I'm not going to dive into any more than that. Is there anything else you want to focus on, Anthony, before... No, I was just curious if it was Zol. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Duncan, you reach Arcane Archie's shop. It's closed. <laughs> Doors locked. Archie. <laughs> um, 
maybe I, and then I stop and I think, wait, last time I was in there, there was a lot of magical items. Maybe I shouldn't just kick the door down. <laughs> <laughs> or try. So maybe I'll cast a spell. Are we on the way to Arcane Archies right now? No, this is happening simultaneously. Different parts of the city. Uh, what I'm giving you by doing this is Arcane Archie's not in his shop right now. Yeah. Good. So. Um, maybe I'll just do Discern Realities first before I sure. cast. Roll them. plus wisdom. Well, that's a five. So that's a fail. Hmm. So... As you're pulling on the door, like you're like shaking it, shaking it, shaking it, you forget how strong you are. Uh-huh. You pull the door off its hinges. Oh. Definitely set off an alarm. <laughs> <laughs> Not that you can of hear course, Arcane sounds. Archie has a thing that tells him when yeah, his shop's been broken into. I do think back at Zog Gazar's, Archie like pricks his head up. Oh. And he says, I need to go. And Zog Gazar's <laughs> like, Is anything wrong? Um, not yet. <laughs> just a personal matter. I think I will be taking my leave as well. I'm Duncan sure this has no is idea not the last done, time. So he just <laughs> throws the I will door to the side. I doubt it. I hope it's on as friendly of terms. I do as well. Um, Brim, do you want to roll the Defy Danger Dex to see if you get there before Archie? <laughs> Dex? All the way to his yeah. door? Uh, yeah, this is I mean, just gonna... I probably have some time. Oh, right? you have plenty of time. Before... This is just going to determine whether or not Brim gets oh, there first. When that time yeah. arrives. When that you? time arrives. <laughs> your uh, what's your dex bonus? Zero. Oh. Your dex used to be Sam. good. Yeah, it did. Hey, ten. ten. All right. Nice. Yeah, awesome. You're going to get there first. Right. <laughs> yeah, hey, do you, do you want to talk to Zalgazar about anything? Or are you just holding his attention? I'm just holding his attention a little bit. That's fair. Yeah. Why don't you roll a defy danger danger charisma there? He's pretty shifty. He's pretty shifty. Uh, he knows you fairly well. Yep. <laughs> okay. Plus nothing. It's a seven. seven. Alright. Um it's something. He definitely knows something's up, but he's held, I think okay. is the is the thing. He's very aware of the situation, I think he. Meanwhile, back in the store. Yeah, I think I'll take a quest. Sure. Um, and I'll discover the truth of hell. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll have an unwavering sense of direction to the death hatchet. <laughs> <laughs> and um, senses that pierce lies as well. Etni, this is serious. Wow, I the have to find hatchet. the death hatchet. Okay, you have that. You can just find yes, it. Yes, no. I, you just oh, you yeah. Okay. It's an unwavering sense of direction to the death hatchet. Yeah, he had it on sale. Remember, it was sitting right there last time you were here. Oh, oh. shit, that's maybe true. I didn't need to do that. Do you want to save your quest for later? I'll save it. Well, I'll yes, I'll save. It. Okay, we'll, we'll it's we'll, still discover the truth of hell. But we can we can cross what that quest is, not a yeah 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 yeah. So you find the hatchet. By the way, uh, so on that same shelf with the hatchet are uh, is the seal, the seal of Wim Halhard's seal, yeah, and a book um, that has a very long title that might mean something more to you now, um, which is the Codex Codex of the Third Born Vampire Vicaro, the demigod of trickery and truth. Codex of the. Is this a smash and grab? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Are they behind glass? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like you read it can I? in the blah, same blah, pace blah, that blah, you're blah, writing blah, it. Blah, blah, and just... <laughs> Dane, when I get there, can I just grab something and completely truth. random? Um, we're gonna let me resolve what Duncan does because okay. you may run into Duncan before. Well, let me cast yeah. a spell. Okay, what spell are you casting? I'm gonna cast a spell, True Seeing. It's a fifth level spell. Oh, jeez. All right, read True Seeing because we haven't done that spell yet. Let me. Can I see if I succeed first? No, read, I read it first. It? That's read actually a good idea because yeah. then you'll know. Um. Your vision is opened to the true nature of everything you lay your eyes on. You pierce illusions and see things that have been hidden. The GM will describe the area before you, ignoring any illusions and falsehoods, magical or otherwise. While this spell is ongoing, you take minus one to cast a spell. Okay. Um, I think this is going to come from Gladine, mm-hmm. and I think you should take advantage. Please don't roll the threes again. I'm going to do it one at a time. Oh, no way! (laughs) Uh, That is a nine. Okay. Are you going to just revoke the spell? Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. So your eyes glow magenta. Um, Fully, like they're just like glowing. I think just the iris is here, and there's like a slight hum, and you see the dark aura around the hatchet. Um, you see that most of the things in here are magical. Uh-huh. Um, you also see that there was like a line, like a magical line around the whole shop that like met the door and it's broken and it's like pulsing. <laughs> I look at, I go, oh shit. Like you did set off an alarm. The other thing you see just like looking out the window is there are these arcs across the city. Oh. These little strings, just hundreds and hundreds of them. And like they're moving like at the base really slowly. Like it's, orbiting around the city? It's, no. it's probably like links from the necklaces to the... Yeah. And they all link back to two spots. And they go over the sky? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sky. You can see where they're linked. Yeah. Um, I see that like through the shop yeah. window. You can see that there's there's nothing on the glass itself. Uh-huh. The glass case. Is, is there moving? anything around the book or the seal? Um, The book is... Um, you have true sight. It. I mean, it's the real deal. Mm-hmm. And like you get this like slight sense that this vampire is gone from the world, and this is the last bit of their influence and magic in it. Um, and I'm sure you get the sense from Ismal like, no, evil, bad, do not touch. Stop touch. Are you sure? Maybe just a little. <laughs> no, do not touch. It. Stop it. Bad, bad. It might be very interesting. No, no. gross. Bad paladin. Bad knight. <laughs> um, and. Uh, yeah, and then there's Wim's and Wim's seal is sitting there. Those are the most interesting things there, yeah. But it doesn't look like there's... Because I saw that little perimeter of, of mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. It doesn't look like anything will happen if I grab these no, items. No, no. Archie just knows. <laughs> just done, like... Yeah. I punch my fist through the glass. Do you take uh, Do you take all three? I think so. I'm like, you know what? I went through a lot, Archie. Fuck you, Archie. I went through a lot. I lost the shield anyway. And I went through a lot of effort to get this seal for you. So I think I'm entitled to have it back. (laughs) Thank you. Um, And then do you just make a dash for the ship? Yeah. At what point do I arrive? So something's actually going to happen before that occurs. I want to use my shadows move, by the way, when I get there. I'm going to spend a hunger. Oh, okay. That's fine. Um... As you're running towards the shop, um, remind me what I can use my hunger on again. 
Could you just read it off for the audience? Next roll with disadvantage. You can nope. run and tear from weakness. Yep. You, you have become overwhelmed by the emotions of a nearby being. Before you can make it to the shop, you run across the shrine. Uh, One of your weaknesses is places holy to Yzmaul, not holy places of Yzmaul. It's a little broader. That place is holy to Yzmaul. And you're in a rush. And it's just too much. It's fresh. It's fresh holiness. Like, it's freshly redone. Fresh holy. Get your holy here. (laughs) And Brim, you become a hunter. You feel hunted for a second. And you run in terror back to the ship. Okay. Whoa. That's fine. I really wanted something from that shot. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I think we get a shot of Archie at his shop, like, Maybe I slamming his fist on the... Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe I should have stolen some other stuff, but... I think, really, I, got what, I think I got what was important. Yeah. And I don't need a new shield. <laughs> Etni, I think you and Zogazar finished tea. Yeah. <laughs> or nightcap, I don't know. Probably nightcap. Na- nightcap, and he's yeah. like, please visit anytime. Thank you. We'll, we'll do and as you're leaving, he walks you out and he says, Etni, I want you to understand. You are dear to me. But the world I've helped create is so much better. If you stand in the way of it, I will kill you. And I will kill Duncan first. Good night. What a dick. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You're clean. You're clean, Duncan. (laughs) Um... When you get there, uh, Brim, I think Palma and um, Warm Cotton are, like, calming you down. Yeah. Like, they're, like, like how did that feel? It's the first time, like, you've, like, been magically affected that way. I think, well, at first it was terrifying, but I think now it's more, like, a feeling of, like, annoyance. Mm-hmm. Kind of. It's not, like, it's just, like, damn it. Like, I, like, once I recovered from it, I'm, like, that was, like, so... I wanted to do this thing and I just couldn't because I was overcome by this like terrifying fear. Right. So I think I like after I get over the initial stun of that, I'm like that like God damn it. Are you yeah. trying to rally rally them to be like, We gotta go save Duncan? Yeah, like, yeah. Um, which is when he probably comes running down the dock. Yeah. Um Etney, I think you come like twenty minutes later. Oh yeah, I I took a walk on the beach. Yeah. From Zal's estate. Yeah. So you're back at the boat, all of you. You have the thing. Blast off. Hey everyone, it's me, Dane. You're here with me in the intermission. Thanks for listening to the Level 1 Podcast. Uh, it means the world that you listen. We work so hard to make it for you, so thanks for thanks for being here. Um... As always, you can follow us at level underscore podcast on Twitter. And don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you found us. It helps other people find the show and helps us build an audience. So thanks for taking the time to do that. 
Um, special thanks as always this week to Sage Latora and Adam Cowell for designing Dungeon World. Special thanks also to tabletopaudio.com, which is where all of our sound effects, sound designs come from. Um, you can go there and uh, kind of up your personal at the table game. It's a really cool thing. Go take the time to check it out. Additional thanks to Chris Wilson, who designed the Elementalist playbook. Some thanks to Peter Johansson, who built the Vampire, Baron, and Warlord playbooks, all of which made a huge difference in this season. Um, Firebrands was designed by D. Vincent Baker, and music was by Dane Fogdahl. Well, it looks like that's it for the intermission. Um, we're here for the role-playing, not so much the rolling. I've kept you here too long. Let's get back to the show. off yeah, let's get out of here first yeah. let's just get to the safest place we can go Is that? in order to perform our seance you can honestly just do it in the middle of the ocean that could be the safest place yeah but you can't control for factors of storms and that's true monsters or whatever and warm cotton's like and what about that blockade they could send ships after us that's true she looks, Warm Cotton looks at you, Brim. It's not that far away. Might as well. Gotta tell the parents somehow, I guess. Eddie and Duncan look at each other. Do we think there's a chance that the ships are gonna follow us? I don't think so. And even if they did on water, they're probably not as they're fast. They're not gonna as catch. Us. And even if they did follow us all the way to Anto, unless they brought, like, the entire Caspian fleet, they'd probably get slaughtered. <laughs> well, <laughs> unless they brought... Uh, they'd need a serious force, don't get yeah. me wrong, but... Uh, yeah, well, not the entire Caspian fleet, but more than they would be willing to sacrifice to chase us, was my point. To chase you guys, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, and I think we have just enough goose to get to Anto. <laughs> I think Warm Cotton says, all right, well, we'll set our course for Breakwater Palace. Then. Yeah, one of so. you guys are gonna have to set that. I don't. I. I don't. I don't know. So it's a two-day journey, flying from capital to Breakwater Palace. I didn't realize they were so close. That's very cool. Yeah. What's the journey like? I feel like it's generally the same. I think that like yeah. Brim is like nervous about what his interactions are going to be like mm -hmm. there, but uh, I think it's mostly about the loss of the weapon than anything uh -huh. else. Yeah. The yeah. loss of the weapon. Yeah. The double spear. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Brim has two bombshells to drop. Yeah. Well, the first oh, one wow, he's yeah. not going to have to drop anything about. Wait, one of them you keep. Both are going to be very obvious to <laughs> yeah. find. Yeah. My anxiety doesn't really <clears throat> meet Brim's because, you know, Brim has to worry about facing dishonor, his family, like all that history. And all I really have to worry about is, you know, visiting hell. <laughs> you know. And journeying to the underworld. Well, yeah, Brim has also got that going on. <laughs> Where's Eddie's head, head at on these two days? Uh, she, she was not remotely shocked by Zal's words. Um, I think that's starting to eat away at her. Just like what 
could happen. Edney came back to help people, and like as you get closer and closer to getting them into the library where there might be another way that doesn't involve Palin lifting something to the sky or Caspin overrunning everything, getting that third answer, getting that guilt off your chest, is Edney just like, as you get closer, like the resolve is wavering in some sense, yeah. or like the grip. A Interesting. So, I'll describe this palace for Duncan and Etney. The Breakwater Palace juts out across the ocean on a cliff face, and it was made by two different brothers. I'm sure Brim or Warm Cotton tells them this as they're approaching. Yeah, you guys probably get the whole history. Yeah. <laughs> and that basically one brother started building it and they built it this perfect, angular, equal, just smooth stone. And then the other brother took over after that one died and built the other half of the castle right down the middle, down to like the throne of magically reinforced wood that That's is like wood. Yeah, that grows in all kinds of wild places and ways and it's just like it's just the most like brim tells you about it and then seeing it is like wow that's not even a, it's not even a joke it's like night and day on this castle <laughs> i assume you guys just skip the port and just fly straight inside the wall castle walls yeah probably yeah, yeah. well it's also everything <clears throat> is like very gorgeous like i i think if you describe the outside areas, like there's an aspen grove farther in and they're all yellow now hey yeah. brim can i tell you something about that aspen grove is it gone no is it dead? No. Oh. What? It's something worse. <laughs> <laughs> you get that same feeling of of just slight repulsion to that place now. To that, to the grove. Um... That's so unfortunate. Yeah. Like you you're certain you could like overcome that. Yeah. But it's just But I don't get it from the castle, right? Not from the castle, just the, the grove. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's probably been a couple days. Spend a passion or take a hunger. Okay. You guys land, like, you guys go over the castle walls, and, like, I think the elves there are, like, kind of, like, looking, like, our siege weapons don't work here, like, we can <laughs> shoot bows at, but, like, what? <laughs> and also the stories have reached about the flying ship, and, like, I think people are, like, excited about it, like, enchanted objects, that's their shit, like, yeah, you know, and, it's, <laughs> and the, the ship is, like, the peak of that. The yeah. hero of Tree Breakwater is returning. In theory, that, that might, or news, at least, yeah. of them, right? Like, I think really? there's a bell ringing, like, horns blowing... Um, and you guys are, like, in the courtyard, um, and, like, uh, who gets there first? Uh, of my family? Probably Ben. Cinna. Cinna gets there first. Yeah. So Brim's youngest brother comes running out of the castle. Aww. He's half a foot taller. <laughs> He's got armor on, his big warhammer on his back. Yeah. But he just, he like stops for a second and like has to look at you and like warm cotton I, nods. I think I give him like a huge smile and like. And then he just out. like throws his arms around you. Yeah. And, I think and I he's just like. A, a nice long hug. Yeah. He's like, I've missed you so much. Where's Vea? She's, uh, she's still a lone tree. Okay. Looking after the people there. Okay. Uh, father's coming and, 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 and. Fen, Fenlin and, and, um. And Aurelium. And there's a lot of explaining I have to do, I think. He's like looking, where's the spear? That's part of it. That's part of it. Oh. 
okay. <laughs> I think he like. I think I think I think Brim, he like, like grips your shoulders yeah. like. I think Brim nervously laughs. He's like, "Oh, I think I got this." Yeah. Um, I think a few moments pass, and you you all see Saitel Oberyn yeah. walking in the front. He and uh, and another elf who's kind of the spitting image of him about Brim's age. Yeah. Um, walking arm in arm with like, I don't know. Um, I like the Marjorie Tyrell of or of elves. Yeah. If that makes sense, like just this like absolutely gorgeous, but it's like this very stiff thing that they've got going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fenlin and this woman who's. Brim, you recognize her name's Rytel Aurelium, uh, now Breakwater, formerly Quicksilver, but she and Fen are married. Um, Uh, 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 and I think, I think Wormcott immediately just like throws a thing into the ship and is like, is like, Hey Palma, uh, let's take this somewhere, anywhere. You want to play dice again? Let's play it over the ocean. is like taking it to the ship away. Okay. Almost like I kind of wanted to see the. No, we're going. <laughs> Palma's like this. Okay, sure. Um, yeah, I'll look. I'll look from it from afar. Because yeah, Palma could stay theoretically. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Saito like stops when he sees you, Brim. Yeah, yes. and Fenlin does does too, but like for different reasons. Like Fenlin says, um, you know, uh, Lady uh, Lady Etney and um. Uh, Sir Duncan, I presume? Uh, yes. Uh, why don't you, uh, myself and my lovely wife, uh, you both, uh, come with me and I will show you to your rooms. And, like, mouths to Brim, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I think that that's fair. And, like, takes you guys inside. Um. And I think we could maybe even do, like, a smash cut to, like, We've seen the inside of your father's study, that yeah. room, and like the door slamming shut, and you're like, explain now. <laughs> yeah, and you I guys are speaking of... in Elven. <clears throat> well, uh, I'm gonna have to ask for a, a long. Please, it's gonna be so much easier if you just let me explain, and then I will answer any questions you have at the end. Fine. And I think we can cut to them so that we don't have to have you tell the whole story. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we can cut back to him having questions. So you guys are being guided to very nice rooms. Um, <laughs> We've been doing that so I think I think Aurelia um, just kind of, Aurelia, she just kind of like breaks off. Like she's like, I, I, I was there on official business and we're done. Like I'm out. Uh-huh. Um, and so it's just you guys in Fenlin. He says, so can horns? What? What's up with my brother? He's fine. Yeah. <laughs> the worst way to say it. <laughs> the worst way to say it. Yeah. You mean he's fine? Um, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna level with you, Fen. Um, I have all the questions that you have. <laughs> nice to meet you. Yeah, it was great to meet you. Yeah, really great. Nice to meet you too. Um, <laughs> he he actually says, "Lady, I need this is your room," and he takes. Duncan down just like a couple more halls and then like not a hall but just like a little board down and he grabs you by the scruff and slams you into the wall oh <laughs> says if you I'm still ev- taller than him though yeah <laughs> he says if you ever hurt my sister again oh I will gut you <laughs> I forgot about that <laughs> she um she write she wrote letters huh? she <laughs> yes 
<clears throat> what did they say? They talk about me? Oh, she says, my God. Why are you asking to elaborate? <laughs> it's like, are we clear? Yeah, we're clear. <laughs> Good. I, look, if things work out, you guys get back together, great. We can smile, but just know. One step, I hate you. <laughs> one step backwards. And you know what? You're human. She'll get over you. Hey, listen, Fen. I'm sure you're a great guy. Love your brother. Really like your sister. Maybe not at love, but really like her. She's great. <clears throat> and I have a mom, so I feel the exact same way. <laughs> Anyone were to, you know, I gave Byron the same doc. So... Byron is a blacksmith who's currently dating my mom Go to bed. back home. <laughs> what? Go to bed. <laughs> before I can even finish that, I'm already shutting the door. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> and I'm asleep. <laughs> and I will not be moving until I'm asked. <laughs> um, <laughs> clutching my dad. Yeah. <laughs> back in the study. And your mother looked well. She did. I, I told, I told you that you know, given the choice, I tried to sacrifice my life. And can't really give you much more than my word there. Trust me, it was just as tough for me as it is for you. But I have a, I have a proposition, and one that I am more than willing to follow through. I did. Did I already explain the vampire part? Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. Oh. He let you explain the whole thing before asking questions, yeah. and that was his first question. Okay. Part of me now is that I, I am immortal. I do not sleep. I do not eat. At least in the way that most people do. Sounds but, like a nightmare. Actually, it's uh, not as bad as you would think, but I guess I have a long ways to go. But I would like to offer myself in replacement of the sphere. Not that I would be here all the time, always serving and advising, but I'd always protect whoever sits, whoever I choose within the family and watch over them and give them advice and talk to them. I have memories that the sphere couldn't have dreamed to have had at this point. As Lord Breakwater, I want to accept. As your father, I want you to be free. <clears throat> don't make that promise lightly. And don't make it to me. At least while I draw breath, please live a normal life. Absolutely. And he, he says, I, <clears throat> I think Brim kind of, kind of get all emotional. <laughs> uh, I think Brim kind of, kind of puts his head down. He's like, I just want you to know that I haven't really changed. I'm still your son. I'm still the same person. I'm glad to hear that. And Vea's letters. I am proud of you. Thank you, Father. She did mention that you had surprises in store for us. <laughs> yeah. Probably not what you were thinking. But she told me it was your story to tell, and, but I was not prepared. It's uh, understandable. It's hard. It's hard to be. 
We can talk later. But son, what do you need? And I'm assuming you now explain that, like, yeah, Hallen's plan is to lift the plate into the sky. Well, I feel like, like no. yeah, <laughs> safe place right. to go into Death's library yeah. to find potentially the information for a third solution that will neutralize yeah. both Palin and Caspin, you know, and avert the the ability that Caspin has to continue to conquer the empire and basically destroy yeah. landlines in four months or less. Thank you. And yeah. I think I think I explained to him, you know, after after we do this and we find out what that third solution is, you're going to have to make one of, in my opinion, two choices. Either we execute the solution that we find. Somehow I doubt that it's a fix all. Or we have to find a way to relocate people to the place being lifted. Because the way to live under Caspin, as far as I've seen, is it's not living. I'll draft some letters tonight. We'll fix a hearty breakfast. And we'll provide you the most secure place we can. Thank you, Father. Your room's as it as we left it. Okay. I think I I think I uh stand up. Does he stand up with me when I stand up? Yeah. I think I go I go for the hug. Absolutely. Oh. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> no. yeah. <laughs> Okay, perfect. Um, yeah, well, I think that that's all I have to say to him. I think mm-hmm. I go fill in uh, both my brothers. Mm-hmm. And do I, if I do this, like, not in combat, just as, like, a kind of a, like, a trick type of thing, if I use Blood of the Wild, do I have to spend a passion? You have to spend a passion, but I won't make you roll. Okay. Well, I know I don't think I ever have to roll either way. You you have to you have to use the druid move, which is a roll. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, yeah, I'll spend a passion because I think it'd be fun. So like, and I feel like you don't lose your ability to talk or anything. Like, I think yeah. this is like very funny. You guys get you and your brothers get caught up. You drink. You you meet his wife as much as you can. Yeah. She she and him are like. This was very, 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 very arranged. Yeah. And they are very respectful of each other, and they are trying. Yeah. But, like, it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to get fixed overnight. Um, But they're cordial. Yeah. And she seems kind enough. Yeah. Oh, they haven't even seen me turn into a stag. No. No, no, no. Are they there? (laughs) Duncan's not. Duncan got sent to bed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you want to come get me from my room? We can hang out because I am not leaving. Yeah, on my I think own once I get, I think once I get drunk enough, I go. I you guys take us out. Me and my brother talk about what happened. Yeah. I'm like, you got to meet the guy. He's great. He's great. You know, <laughs> things happen. He was worried he was gonna die. He's just trying to protect. It's fine. It's fine. We'll just we'll Where go is... get him. Okay. So I, I that's like a nice scene. I yeah, think. and then we go get Etni as well. Do they go get Etni? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Etni's not off like wandering somewhere. No. Cool. Cool, cool. I'm in my PJ. Yeah, so that way you guys can see me. You guys see me turn into a stag, and it's like a whole. Whoa! <laughs> cool. I try and ride it. <laughs> you can probably. Sweet. Let's Those ride. Are pretty big. I'll try it through the fort. <laughs> um, <laughs> Under those elven stars, baby. Um, Swinging my death hatchet. <laughs> That's such a bad idea. Yeah. That's but so dangerous. It's like we bought like fireworks and that we're selling <laughs> yeah that's fair and um, we're at our friend's sick ass ranch house 
<laughs> and so we're riding, and he happens to be able to turn into a deer. True. True. And we're riding it. Right, yeah. So, Classic 4th of July situation. Yeah. Hmm. So I think <laughs> later that night, um, after everyone else has gone to bed, Brim, you get a knock at your door. Okay, do I have a people? Yeah. I walk through the people. It's Ayama Warm Cotton. Oh, okay. I better, the door. better she's at your door than someone else's. Yeah, she's like, I need you to take it away. I, I can't do this right now. I can sort out my feelings later, but we've got to be focused. I've got to be focused. I can't be thinking about this. I can't be thinking about him and her and take it away. Okay, are you sure you don't want to talk to him first? You know, I want to make sure... Take it away. All right. (laughs) I I reach forward and... Um, I want you to roll this time. Okay. Um, because she is... She is not giving you a specific emotion. She is not focused. It's anger. It's hurt. It's... It's really messy. So, will you read your, um... Emotional drain move? The one that's, um... Rolls with charisma? Yeah, so... When you attempt to drain emotion from a willing being during a dangerous moment, roll plus charisma. On 10 plus, you share emotion safely, and a 7 and 9, you can still share, but choose one. Uh, the being is delicate. You may only gain one passion safely. Someone catches you in the act. Uh, you expose yourself to retribution or cost. Uh, what are you rolling plus? I'm plus one. Charisma? Yeah. Okay. What was that? That's a fail. It's five. Okay, Mark XP. Mark XP. Mark XP. Oh. Uh, <laughs> really don't want to fuck this one up. How does this go? Don't take the hurt away. Oh, it doesn't she has to feel it. No, you do take it away. Okay. Do I just absorb all of it? Um... Don't, don't. Take two, take two, (laughs) start by taking two passion. Don't make me take it away from her permanently. No. Whoa. She has no feelings towards Fen anymore. No, she, you get pulled into her memories. Oh, that's fine. Okay. You're with her father and her. And she's riding a horse and learning how to use a spear and a lance. She falls and her father's you whenever you met this man because he's noble you've met him yeah you always struck him as like such a jovial guy yeah but no over he's just shouting at her get up get the fuck back on the horse she's like seven you know like over and over again for years and years and then she meets fen and he was kind to her he told her that she was pretty like, had other values other than being a warrior and a noble heir. Yeah. And, like, you didn't realize that they'd been friends for years before they started, like, a romantic relationship. Yeah. And you know that they'd been in a romantic relationship for a while, but they'd been in a relationship a lot longer than you'd think. Yeah. They had just finally gotten careless and sloppy. So you, like, you realize that Warm Cotton hasn't been working through, like, a six or seven month fling. 
she's been working through a 15-year relationship. Yeah. So. And here's the weird bit. You are in all of those memories now. Just like Ingvild's and some of yours. And like you guys come out of it. And she's like, I think she's not hurt. Yeah. But she falls over. Yeah. Like, you're going to need to take care of her tonight. Yeah, I think I spend the night taking care of her. Like, it went too far. Like So it's like, it's like even though she trusts Brim completely mm-hmm. and is, like, great friends, confident on everything, it's still, like... It's very it's very invasive. It's, it's like, these memories aren't mine anymore. Even though they're shared with someone I really care about and, right. and I like, they're still, like, I don't have complete ownership like I used to. Right. Yeah. And that's not Brim's fault. Yeah. She was, should have, she was not in a place where, like, it's one of those things where it's like, if it's 2 a, if it's after 2 a.m., go home. Yeah. Don't do this. Don't yeah. do these things. Like, yeah. maybe Brim should have told her to go home. Maybe that's the thing that you could lay at Brim's feet, is maybe he should, could have said no. Yeah. yeah. Um, But I think Brim's trying to do a kind thing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think, you know, he's very overly apologetic. She doesn't ask for an apology. I don't think she... I think she's in a daze for hours. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah. She doesn't blame you. Yeah. She takes a lot of, as much blame for that whole situation as anything else. I think she may want to... She probably says, I think we should cool it. No. I for a little bit. <laughs> just like, <laughs> you're both just like, oh maybe... Yeah. You know. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah, no, I was thinking the same thing. And then, like... And then she walks away and he 